0: Can we not have fun? Can we not have both? Like you're breaking. Sometimes I want Taylor supposed to break my heart. Yeah, but other times I just want
1: her to tell me that spelling is fun. Sabrina, Anubis,
0: backwards. See what I did there. Hi, and welcome to the Anubis Backwards Podcast. I am Lara, and I'm from America.
1: I'm Brenna, and I am also from America, obviously. I'm Emily, I'm from America, but I've been
2: joined by my dog who is from Poland, so we're not Hi. all American this week. Oh
0: wow, we got some Polish Part dogs up in here.
2: <laughs> okay,
0: so, housekeeping, I don't think we had much this week, but I did want to give a shout out to autocorrect on AO3, who wrote uh, a An netty summer romance fic to August, and I haven't even read it yet, but I'm so excited to read it later today. They gave us a shout-out in their thing and said that they wrote this because of us. I cannot believe we have this power.
1: Yeah, I read it this morning. It was so fun. I, you know, just anyone who wants to write me netty content, just bring it on. Or any content, for that matter. Like, feel free to send us stuff. If we inspired you at all, like, send it our way. I just stumbled upon this fic on AO3, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. like, DM it to us. Tweet it to us. Like, do something so we know, like, if you, like, write something inspired by us, but, like, can I get somebody to write me some Pipey content? Thank you. <laughs> and also, if anyone wants to, you know, watch Wolfblood and, like, you know, write me some Sean you know, I would also appreciate that. Thank you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Laura's out here begging for content, and I love that. Well, well, the thing is, I didn't
0: know that I could get people to, like, give me content, but apparently that, like, we've been all on here on the podcast, like, talking so much about Nettie's Summer Romance in August that someone wrote a fic about it, so now I'm like, do I have power that I can coerce people into making content for me? Because there is no pipey content and there is no sham content. It's all me and Emily. And Brenna made that one pipey video.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, like, I made a pipey video
0: once. <laughs> Brenna did make a pipey video that I very much enjoyed to Al City, which was, I was very into around that time. So that, that's like peak 2012. But there is no content for either of these ships. They're two of my top ships in, like, the universe. So if anyone wants to be really nice to me, you know, make me content, you know, for no reason. Or, you know, if you want to make it d- December for my birthday. It's almost
2: Emily's birthday, too. It is
1: almost Emily's birthday.
2: So if you guys want to make her content. You can make me content, or you could make Laura content and say it's for my birthday. and I will <laughs> so thank you. Here, Here's some um, Sean's content. Well, Emily ship Sean. It's fine.
1: Yes. Give me Sean content. We have to congratulate Tazy. Tazy got engaged. Oh, oh yeah, congrats. Congratulations, Taisy. We had no idea. I didn't even know you were dating anyone.
0: I don't know if you just got engaged, but you just had like a bachelorette party and that was fun. That looked cool.
1: Yeah, like Jade and Nikita were both there. So it was really cute seeing everyone's pictures and it just makes me so happy that they're all still friends. And then Louisa posted something to like congratulate her.
0: Is this the 27th?
1: yes that's, this
0: week. That's um, thursday. okay well happy birthday on thursday to Susie kane who plays caroline denby because it's her birthday on thursday according to the spreadsheet happy
1: birthday Susie kane
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay so now we're gonna get into the episode so we start off with the theme song as always always a bob having a great time we cut to the house and Trudy walks in and feeds a cookie to victor Which I think is too nice of her. I don't know why she's doing that.
1: I was laughing at that.
0: And then Victor asks why the chandelier is up and who did it. Trudy said it was Nina and Fabian and said she calls them amateur historians. I wrote
2: down that Trudy
1: low-key just ratted them out. It's okay. She didn't know.
2: Yeah, she was just proud of them for being so into history. She's like, I may not be a teacher, but I expect respectable learning.
0: Then Victor's upset that they did this without his permission. Trudy tells him not to worry because she'll, she'll be the one dusting it. We cut to the girl's bathroom. Patricia's brushing her teeth. Nina walks in with a towel on her head. Patricia asks Nina why she's so close with Amber. Nina brushes it off by saying that they share a room. Oh my god, they were roommates. And also, Patricia's wearing, like, a romper, and it's 2011. What a trend center.
1: Look at her go. I just appreciated Nina's sass in this scene, which actually, she's pretty sassy the whole episode, but as soon as Patricia starts talking to her, she's like, can we just do the part where you interrogate me tomorrow? Like, I'm tired. <laughs>
2: In my continuation of being obsessed with the layout of this house, the bathroom has two sinks.
1: I feel like we just, like, don't get this angle of the bathroom very often. I wonder if yeah, that's Yeah, it's why. a weird
2: angle, but
0: it makes sense that they would have double sinks because they got, like, what, like... Four to five girls?
2: Sharing a bathroom? Okay, but I swear in season two when we get that good shot of the bathroom when Patricia gets locked in it, it had, like, a vanity, like, not like the single sink, but maybe, like, it looked more like a counter sink. but maybe I'm just... I'm more likely just remembering this
1: incorrectly. I have no idea. I have yeah. no idea either. So another thing we will find out.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll find out in season two, like a year from now. Nina drops her lock in. Patricia asks where she got it. Nina says that a friend gave it to her. And then we cut to Patricia's room. And Patricia's calling Rufus and asks if he got the photos of Joyce she sent. She tells him that she might have found the Eye of Horus. And then midway through this conversation, Mara walks in, asks how Patricia can trust this man. Patricia says that he's helping her find joy, and who else can I trust? And then Victor knocks on the door and tells him to go to bed. I'm sad for Patricia. Even Mars is being smart here, she's like, why are you trusting strange men?
2: That you met in the woods, nonetheless.
0: Strange men that peer in and walked up in your house while you were sleeping.
2: I also think this is, like, the only instance of Victor knocking on any of their doors to tell them it's time for bed.
1: I feel like he always yells at them from, like, downstairs. Like, he'll be doing his pin drop speech, and someone, like, scurries by, and he's like, go to bed! But he's being like super insistent tonight. I just want to say for this scene, um, brain celled Mara for, you know, recognizing that Rufus is sketch. And then also look at Patricia using her phone. Like she's so good at communicating with Rufus on her phone. But then, you know, once she's in Sabuna, phone who? What? Sabuna
2: doesn't have phones. To join Sabuna, you must give up your cell phone.
1: You must burn your phone in the <laughs> fire to join Sabuna. That is your sacrifice. <laughs>
2: We cut to the hallway, and
0: we see Nina and Amber walking out of their room, and I just wrote that there's a no running sign in the hallway, which I thought was
1: funny. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And then Patricia runs into Nina and Amber's room and starts going through Nina's robe pocket and grabs the necklace, and then Amber pops up behind her and asks why she's there, Patricia said that Nina says she can borrow her top, and Amber doesn't believe her because she said that they're not close enough to be swapping outfits. I'm just like,
1: go, Amber, in this scene. Like, look at her being loyal to Nina, protecting Sabuna, making sure no one steals stuff. Go, Amber. Amber Millington, my dude, I love you.
0: Amber asks Patricia what's in her hand, and Patricia drops the necklace, which Amber grabs. Amber asks Patricia why she needs the necklace, and Patricia says it's an emergency. And ask Amber to keep it a secret. She says Amber we've been friends for a lot of years, and then I wrote, have they I want the pre-show
2: relationships. I need the flashback episode. Yes, please. So it's mentioned later in the episode that they've known each other since they were eleven. So that's like what five years? Five-ish yeah. years. Yeah.
0: So even if they weren't friends, I feel like Patricia's like, We've known each other since we were kids.
1: Like I wonder if they start at this school in like middle school.
0: Yeah. But it seems like Patricia and Jerome and Alvy have been there for like literally forever, even before oh, that's they were
2: I thought Jerome made it sound like he got ditched there. I don't know. It could literally, it could literally be like a k, like Kate to put this into you know U.S. terms of kindergarten to twelfth grade school.
0: Yeah, like however the
1: British version of that is. That would suck going to boarding school as like a kindergartner. I though. know,
0: it's like you're a little kid, but it does seem like Jerome. Alfie and Patricia, it does seem to be implied that they literally have known each other since they were, like,
1: children. And maybe
0: Joy, too. And Joy, yeah. I always got the vibe that they were even younger than 11, that they
2: were literally, like, elementary British version of that. Well, maybe they just tried to get the descendants into the school as soon as possible. Didn't know when they'd need them. True. Okay. So then Nina comes back and she notices that Amber looks, like,
0: shaken up. And then... We cut to class, and Fabian is listening to the tapes on his MP3 player. And Mrs. Andrews scolds him for listening to MP3s in class and confiscates the MP3 player. And then Fabian asks when he'll have it back, but Mrs. Andrews says, When I'm ready. No brain cell for Fabian. Why is he doing this in the middle of class?
1: Right. Like, I feel like he's the smart one. He should have known better. He's not usually one to, like, take risks like that. So that was dumb. What do you do She's with Fabian? He's
0: obviously going to be mad at you for listening to something in the middle of class when you're not supposed to be doing it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This is why you're not valedictorian Fabian. <laughs> it's literally just this moment right here. <laughs> right here it's what,
0: what is he lost the md in class when he was supposed to be doing work?
1: What you don't see is Mara smiling to herself in the back of the classroom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we cut to the house and Victor is looking at the chandelier and then he knocks on the walls, but nothing happens. And then we cut back to class. And Alfie is teasing Jerome about failing at flirting. And Jerome says that Miss Robinson is mad about him and that she's in denial, and that Amber is feeling the same towards Alfie. And Alfie says, "Let's face it, brother. We're so out of the favor. <laughs> and then I just why do you have a crush on your teacher about Jerome? because jerome Alfie is roasting Jerome for like not being good at flirting with girls. But the girl that Jerome is trying to flirt with is literally their teacher.
1: yeah, like it kills me cause it's one thing to have a crush on your teacher. And be like, oh, they're cute or whatever. But he's literally like, oh yeah, like she wants me, like we're gonna date. Like, what do you
2: know? She's crazy about me. She thinks I'm so hot. Like, she thinks you are a child, Jerome. You know, story playlist of affairs by Taylor
1: Swift.
0: Yeah, you know how we always say that we keep making a disclaimer that we don't approve of teacher student relationships, but we don't think they were trying to actually imply that with Payson. I don't know what they're trying to imply with Jerome actually trying to hit on his teacher.
1: (laughs) The real love triangle is Jerome, (laughs) Miss Robinson, and Mick.
2: Oh. Hot (laughs) take. Okay, but, like, the thing with this is that the show, like, shuts it down right away.
1: Yeah, they do shut it
2: down. Yes. Not happening. They they do make Jerome look stupid for trying to hit on his (laughs) feet. As they should.
0: So then... Alfie asks what Jerome's next scheme is, and Jerome says, if music be the fruit of love, play on. So Alfie decides he should write a song for Amber. And then Jerome says he was thinking about writing poetry, and then Alfie says that the song will be poetry, and starts playing a kazoo. which <laughs> <where>? <laughs> He just whips it out. The kazoo. I know, like, where, where did he get the kazoo? Why does he have this? Also, a note that I did not write, but if Alfie wrote a song for Piper, it would be cute. Because I'm trying to be my pipey bullshit, so people
1: start oh, shipping it. Wait, yes. Oh, because she's they could write songs together. Could that she... be cute. Oh. Maybe, maybe Tiger would improve
0: Alfie's musical abilities because, like, she's good at music.
1: Oh my god, they could like write songs together, and she could teach him. I need this.
0: It would be cute. Someone write a fic of <laughs> it for
1: us, <laughs> unless I end up doing. It. But also, I wrote. Damn, this is Alex's inspiration for his music career. <laughs> Yeah, like, first ever Alex Sawyer single. Okay,
2: but how do we convince him that he needs to sample O to Amber in his next <laughs> Oh my god, single? can we send that to his email? <laughs> <laughs> what if I, like, just tweet it to him? But, like, I need to do it, like, late like late at night, my time, so I can be like, oh, I don't remember doing this. So, oh. so that we can pretend we're just, like, delirious.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, whoops, I was drunk.
0: <laughs> so, we cut to Nina's room, and she's attempting to open the clue but it's stuck. Fabian tries to do it, and it opens to reveal a scroll that says, "Ket is a place to find, and there in the flames you must look behind. And Nina in this scene says that she could do with some brute strength to open the thing, and Amber's like, don't give
1: it to Fabian. (laughs) I laughed, like, literally laughed out loud at that part. And then there's, like, a little bit of Fabina here, because, like, as soon as Fabian opens the scroll, Nina gets, like, super close to him, and her head's like kind of on his shoulder and they're reading it. And I was like, oh, cute. love them. Who am I? We, l- we love season one
2: Fabina. I love season one Fabina. <laughs> season one Fabina makes all the points because they've got that good, good yearning, that good, good friends to lovers. Yeah, They have it in season one. And then it just goes to. Season two, shit. rip. Season three, really rip.
1: <laughs> so let's just enjoy it now while it lasts. <laughs> and then we'll yeah. continue to
2: be shocked every time they're cute.
0: We cut to Mrs. Andrew's office and she notices Fabian's MP3 player sitting there. And then she puts the earbuds in to listen. I don't know why. And then Fabian comes in and is carrying a box and that stops her. So then she asks what he has on it and he lies and says it's Cradle of Filth, which is a heavy metal band. And then she's like, oh, that's not my taste. And then Mr. Winkler comes in and tells her the teachers are ready for the staff meeting. And he says this very suspiciously. So then Mrs. Andrews gives Fabian back his MP3. And I wrote metal band, where's Eddie? But also like, why is Mrs. Andrews trying to listen to Fabian's music?
2: Let me know. Uh, maybe she wants to know what the kids are into these days
0: she's like yeah <laughs> I heard Amber had like a killer playlist when she was shoving her headphones into my see
2: maybe Fabian's <laughs> to that playlist now too I made the note root of Fabian to be like lol thrash metal but then drag sick puppies in season 2 like sir they are a rock band anyways
1: so wait if sick puppies is a real band do we think cradle of filth is a real band or did I, Fabian just make I, that up
2: I think it might be real but I'm googling it's, it's real
1: it's real <laughs> it's a real band
2: no 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 it's an english extreme metal band formed in suffolk england in
1: 1991 oh my god <laughs> my baby actually
0: loves metal because why else would he know that that's so funny amber nina in the living room and they're looking up ket in the dictionary and they find that it means fire or place of fire so they realize that their next clue is in the fireplace And Nina has this, like, kind of funny line where she's like, oh, Amber, what am I standing right next to that could be, like, a place of fire? Like,
1: fireplace. Oh, fireplace. (laughs) She's so sassy.
0: Love Nina in this episode. (laughs) So then they begin to investigate, but Victor comes in and demands to know what's going on, and they lie and say they're collecting soot for a project about Pompeii. Victor doesn't want them snooping around. He says, first the chandelier, now the fireplace. So Nina offers to take the chandelier down with Fabian, but Victor tells her to leave it alone. He also tells them that bedtime is at nine tonight and to tell the other students. So then Nina whispers to Amber that they'll come back later.
1: I just want to say I'm very proud of Nina right now. That was an actually good excuse. She could have went off about how she loves fireplaces, but she (laughs) has elevated her excuse-making skills. We're
0: doing school project is much better than i'm obsessed with fireplaces actually
2: <laughs> brain cell to nina for the week right here right now also nina i don't remember what i'm pretty sure this isn't actually how it went out in the episode but i wrote down in my late commentary notes that nina was out here getting the entire house punished
0: yeah i mean that kind of makes sense because victor was like you guys all have to go to bed early and i'm assuming it was because he actually is kind of salty that they're like snooping around
1: well i think it's also because of the secret ceremony that he's holding in the basement that night. Oh,
2: that's true. I think that's really what it is, but like he could play it off as Nina's fault. So then Nina walks into Patricia's
0: room and tells her that she thought they were getting along these days and Patricia says that they are and Nina says so going through my stuff is getting along? I can't wait until we're BFF. <laughs> Again, season
2: one Nina and i call got...
0: Sassy!
2: Nina's mom friend voice when she's like all disappointed in Patricia. <laughs> it's the mom friend voice.
0: Patricia's like Amber but Nina tells her not to blame her and says she would have done the same for Mara. Patricia argues she wasn't stealing but before the conversation can go any further Victor interrupts and tells them to go to bed. Then we cut to the living room and Amber is sitting on the couch. Albie comes in and begins to rap at her and Amber says it was sweet but bad. <laughs> Alex <laughs> Porter's most iconic song. I took a video while I was watching this. And I'm literally ugly laughing the whole time. <laughs>
1: It's so good. I was like, you can't not laugh when you're watching it. I also wrote
0: Amber, if I was a gambler, I put my money on you because you care about stuff that matters, like making yourself look good. And I wrote Albie as to make it not what actually matters. (laughs)
1: It's so funny. It's time for our weekly tangent. What kind of nonsense will it be today? It's the tangent of the week.
2: Alex (laughs) Sawyer, please release this as a single. Or at least sample it in your next single challenge. Oh my god, I, I want to be able to download Ode to Amber.
1: <laughs> we should make a TikTok sound with this. Oh my god. Ode to Amber, y'all. Why it uh-
0: get viral? Because no one knows what it's from, but no one apparently knows what like the, the um, TV movie song is from, and that's viral for no reason. And like,
2: Oh, my favorite though is when people go. I figured out where the sounds from, and they send like show, like post an actual clip. Okay, consider we make up a dance, and we all do a video of us doing the dance to this song. Oh my <laughs> god,
1: yes, <laughs> oh, damn. Stay tuned, guys.
0: <laughs> and they're wearing pajamas in this scene, which I feel like we rarely see. That they're doing like hanging out in the living room, like everyone's wearing pajamas
1: oh yeah it's kind of cute though I'm like oh it
0: is cute like Amber, Alfie, Jerome who just looks
1: done with Alfie to some point and then even like Nina and Fabian yeah they all have their PJs on slumber party in the living room it was cute though because like even though Amber was like that was really horrible she still was like but sweet so like we're getting little <laughs> amphi vibes I kind of like
0: season one Amphi, even though I don't really like season two <laughs> but i like how the shits better in season one than i do in season two
1: which is like something i never thought about but i'm like you know i think i think that's the same for me
0: yeah other than i mean petty i like better in season two than season three but petty doesn't exist in season one so that's still like the same concept if the ship gets more than one season the show will mess it up
1: yes facts I think
2: Patty's problem is they didn't really get content in season three. They got, like, one good episode, and then they just had all that, like, stupid shitty drama because their teacher was emotionally manipulating them both. We are not going to get too deep into my rant on that right now. So, Nina walks in the room, and she tells
0: everyone that Victor's on the Warpath, so Jerome and Albie get out of there. And then Fabian comes in and tells them that the teachers were acting really weird, and Victor just chewed him out, but he did get his MP3 player back. So then Victor starts delivering his nightly speech, and they all leave. And then later that night, we see Nina, Fabian, Amber asleep and we hear chanting and see flashes of like a statue or a mask of Anubis. And then we see in the basement that a strange ritual is going on. Victor is wearing a golden robe. The others are wearing bronze robes. Mrs. Andrews, Mr. Sweet, the cop and two random people are in the basement doing this weird ritual thing. And Victor says that the chosen hour is approaching and soon they will tip the scales of life, which is not creepy at
1: all. Yeah, like it's the scenes like this where I'm always so shocked when people are like yeah i, w- I loved house of Anubis when i was like seven years old eight years old i'm like you watched this this would have scared the shit out of me if i was eight years old i know i would have been
0: freaking out i would have never watched this again if this stuff was going
1: on. honestly though like that's like the weird
2: thing is like technically are you afraid of the dark was like one of like the big ones when i was a kid and like i don't know if i wa- like i remember watching it when i was a kid but when i've tried to watch it as an adult i've been like what the hell is this
0: we see a new figure enter the room wearing a mask and a silver robe, and then Victor welcomes him and introduces him as the new rem- member that's replacing the betrayer. So he removes the hood, and we find out that it is Mr. Winkler. Jason, chasing- we were we rooting for you! We were all
1: rooting for you! Wait, this is... I realize this now. Is the betrayer Rufus?
2: Yes. I
0: okay. Yes, I'm guessing. Wild
1: so like how long
2: ago did rufus get kicked out of their like club for being the betrayer
0: probably recently which is why they're trying to like drag jason into
2: the- and that would also make sense as to why they all of a sudden joy had to leave the school like if let's say in like the last month rufus did something like sketchy and they had to like kick him out and then they all of a sudden had to protect joy wow oh. on something here
1: whoa oh so they like really took, they took her out to protect her I mean, I don't necessarily
2: know if that's what went down, but that would make sense. Not that, like, Joy should get should have gotten pulled from the school, but, like...
1: Yeah, because they didn't want, like, Rufus to do anything sketchy with her. If they
2: were trying to actually protect her from Rufus, it 100% makes sense.
1: Wow, why am I only just, like, putting this all together 10 wow. years later?
2: <laughs> I like Damn, how I like... didn't put this together last night. It's literally me sitting here this morning going, wait a minute.
1: Yeah, same. I did not have notes on this. It just, like, suddenly it was like,
2: oh, <laughs> it's like the the clouds have suddenly parted and we're seeing the show in an entirely brand new aspect.
0: I, I'm literally right now, like, the little, like, mind blown exploding emoji. Yes. That's what we are.
1: <laughs> I feel, is that what this, this week's episode is? House of mind blown? Yes. House of, they took Joy away to protect her. <laughs> Which is good, like, protect Joy at all costs, you know.
0: Yeah, I want to protect Joy.
2: I mean, potato. that's never, like, necessarily 100% clarified if that's what went down, but, like, that's kind oh, of what they imply. That
0: makes sense, like, because it doesn't seem like they had a very good, like, plan to, like, take Joy. Like, it looks like, it seems like they did it last minute, which is why they were really bad at, like, covering it up to Patricia and everything.
1: Oh, this kind of, like, fills that pothole.
0: Because, like, why do they have this awful Photoshop and all this stuff and, like, they like made up really bad stories to tell patricia and everything like if it was planned out you think they would be better at like covering up that they did something sketch with joy yeah so the next morning nina amber and fabian are chit-chatting at the table and patricia walks in and dumps a pitcher of water onto amber she yells at her for telling Nina about the Lockett incident because they've known each other since they were 11. And she's now siding with somebody who's only
2: been here for two minutes. Mara asks her what she's doing. Patricia calls Amber a betrayer. I said that's liquid dump number two. And also poor Amber though. Poor Amber. Again on the like 11 thing. I, I really wish we got a flashback episode. Just say you want to live out Taylor Swift 7 and go.
0: Yeah, well, I do, but, like, also, I want a flashback episode of House, I know about lots of Taylor Swift songs, except for the sad ones, I don't really want that to be my life, but, yeah, (laughs) I I would love a flashback episode of House News, because I feel like there's so much that, like, we get those little glimpses of, and we've said this before on the pod, but, like, there's so much we get little glimpses of that we don't get, like, real answers to and i'd love to know like were patricia and amber friends they have they just like known each other you know
1: because i'd also like to know how long they've all been living together because i assume they've been living together this entire time okay but but like
2: the whole thing so it makes it sound like when jerome got dropped off at school he was like immediately like like under trudy's care but then in like tour they have all like the new kids moving out and so it seems weird that they'd have an entire house of like kids graduating the same time and like i get that you'd probably want to keep like the teens with the teens but you'd think there'd be like one or two kids each year that's like graduating unless every house for some reason is literally just people the same
0: age as each other
1: yeah like if you like enter your house in high school or the or sec- what do they call it secondary school
0: so amber says she shouldn't have been sneaking through nina's stuff in the first place as there's a rule
1: against it patricia slashes more water on amber and leaves angrily i just love when Amber's like it's an unwritten rule that you can't steal stuff and nina's like actually i think it's a written one <laughs> so sassy and then patricia's all mad like some friend you are and i'm like some friend you are patricia like why are you dumping water on your friend patricia needs to learn to stop lashing out on everyone about everything
0: yeah, Patricia needs like a therapist.
2: I would probably help her, but like you know, therapist in House of Anubis. No, they don't get to cope with their trauma. They all need a therapist. All of them need a therapist. They've gone through. They only
0: get Trudy. So much shit for Like outside the school, Patricia meets with Rufus. She tells him about Nina's locket. Rufus explains that he has to go, but he'll text her where to meet him next and to bring Nina. Patricia is hesitant, but Rufus assures her that she'll think of something. He also implies
2: that Nina has something to do with Joy's disappearance. I'm, like, really over Patricia being hurt by people this season. Leave my girl alone. Also, stop meeting strange men in the woods. You are 16. Please don't do that. (laughs) So, due
0: to meeting with Rufus, Patricia's late for French class, So Mrs. Andrews reprimands her, and then her phone dings, and she offers to put away, but Mrs. Andrews takes the phone because she's fed up about phones and MP3 players in class. Mrs. Andrew is the only teacher that cares that they're not doing what they're supposed
2: to be doing. <laughs> and like, this is this is the real reason she leaves in season two. She's like, y'all let the kids be late. You let them play on their phones in class. I've had it. I'm quitting. And then I said, "I this is
0: probably why Joy in episode one left her phone in the house. Maybe Mrs. Andrews is yelled at her for having her phone in class. <laughs>
2: That would give her the brain cell.
0: Yeah, it gives her the brain cell until she gets
2: kidnapped and doesn't have her phone. You you know? Just saying, off in your bag, ma'am.
0: Yeah. And then Amber gives Patricia like a really smug look when she's getting in trouble.
1: And then also, Mick has been like MIA the whole episode, and we finally see him in the classroom.
2: <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh my God, he's it's there. He's trying to get his my extra boy. learning in.
0: He's trying to be good at French class without marginating. <laughs> So as the class gets to work, Mrs. Andrews looks at the phone and sees Rufus's text, and she looks worried. And then later that day, Amber, Fabian, and Nina are checking the empty living room. Both Nina and Fabian look in the fireplace, and they find nothing. End up hitting their heads together by accident. Amber says nobody is in the like is in the living room, not one body, which I thought was funny.
1: Yeah, that's like another Amber line that lives rent free in my mind for some reason. I just will never forget it. Amber Millington just in general lives rent free in my mind. <laughs> <laughs>
0: then nina and fabian start flirting again
2: and amber's like making a face like she's so hyped that they're flirting then
0: she says hey Romeo and Juliet."
2: (laughs) amber just like i support you two dating but right now we have a mystery to solve no they cute though
0: they are cute amber did just like get done by her boyfriend for being too involved in sabuna so this kind of (laughs) sucks um So then Fabian suggests that this isn't the fireplace they're looking for since the house now has central heating and most of the fireplaces are bricked up. Nina says it's time to visit Sarah again. Then Mrs. Andrews walks into Victor's office and shows him the text telling him she confiscated Patricia's phone. Victor takes one look and says, Renee Zeldman, RZ, he's back. Rubizino is back. I said, all RZs are the same? (laughs) Because why does he know this? I also said, I love how non-Americans say Z because he said RZ, which is how
1: non-Americans say it oh i didn't even catch that i love that i also love how they say h i hear like a lot of like i don't know if it's like a certain british accent but they go like h
2: i just am thinking about the kt katie thing all of a sudden and that's no thoughts <laughs> head empty
0: katie's not american enough even though i feel like we know a lot of katies in america
2: i know more katies than i know KTs. Yeah, i don't know katies <laughs> i don't know any KTs. <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs>
0: So we see Nina, Fabian, and Amber arrive at the retirement home. They're hoping to catch Sarah in one of her more elusive moods. But when they open the door, they see a man talking to her about the gold days. They eavesdrop as the man is questioning her. Sarah becomes flustered by his insistent questioning. So the man goes to get her some tea. Turns out Sarah's visitor
1: is Rufus. I was just so amused because they're eavesdropping. And as soon as they realize Rufus is going to walk out, they like immediately run back into the lobby. And when he walks by, they're all just like really intently staring at this mug that Fabian picked up trying to like look discreet but it's just so funny they're like wow this this mug
2: <laughs> <laughs> they also have a fascination with mugs <laughs> pirates taxidermy and mugs so
0: at dinner everyone's being really quiet and ignoring patricia mara doesn't even pass the juice to patricia when she asks for it trudy says they're quiet tonight and nina says it's because of what patricia did to amber earlier mara agrees and tells her that she went too far and that mara was on cleanup duty they're all really dumb with Patricia. Even Mars, kind of sad. Patricia was being rude. <laughs> and I feel bad that she thinks these people should be loyal to her because she's known them since they were kids and they're not really being, but also, again, she's kind of being rude to Amber. And then I said, I want a flashback episode. That's all I want.
2: Yes. "Story" played Seven by Taylor Swift.
0: Yeah, "Story" played Seven. Um, so then Patricia apologized to both Nina and Amber, shocking everyone. She does, however, have a reason as to why she tried to steal the locket and offers to tell Nina later. Nina agrees. Alfie uh, falls off his chair in amazement line and does the, the, the chair fall. And I said, that's an iconic moment of Alfie. Oh,
1: so iconic. I had a gif of it. I'd use it on Tumblr as a reaction all the time. Good times. 2012.
0: I I love it. And then Jerome says, did Patricia, I'm never wrong, Williamson, just apologize. And Patricia says, shut up, slimeball. And then roast Jerome's cologne for saying it smells like cat pee.
1: Damn. Okay, but like, why is he wearing cologne? Who is he trying to impress? I this am confused. Robinson. We've been over this. But he's like in the house. Like he changed out of his uniform and put cologne on just to <laughs> walk around the house. Like just in case she shows up. <laughs>
0: Nina is so sassy too, but Nina and Patricia being friends, I said it was cute. During dish duty, Fabian is trying to talk to Nina about the Patricia thing. Nina is staring at the old oven, looking kind of zoned out, and wonders out loud if it could be a fireplace. Fabian and Amber watch Nina place the locket in the oven door, causing it to swing open. Upon closer examination, they discover it's a secret passage, and then Trudy comes in, so they decide to check it out later tonight.
2: Uh, I was wrong about the oven from last week. I'm sorry. My season one memory does not exist.
0: <laughs> I thought you were talking about, like, I was like, yeah, that's the oven too. <laughs> like, and maybe in this scene says that the clue means down in hell. And I was like, oh, okay, Nickelodeon.
1: <laughs> we're edgy on Nickelodeon. We say hell. That is not in a Nickelodeon way. That is not sad in a Nickelodeon way. Yeah, Excuse no, me. Like, like, this show has to
0: be sad in a Nickelodeon way, but also they regularly have plots about people going to hell. Like, on the regular. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine.
2: We'll discuss that in season two in detail. Yeah,
0: this is the whole plot of season two, and then season three is even worse.
2: Season three is honestly really scary, and I didn't realize how scary it was until one of I did like another solo rewatch
1: of season three after we did like the group ones, and I was like,
2: damn, this like, is this is uh-oh. scary.
1: It's intense, especially by the end. But um, in this scene, I also want to give a quick shout out to Livy, because she pointed out an error in this scene on TikTok, and she tagged us in it. Um, so when Nina first bends down to open the oven, she's wearing jeans, and she's on the right side of the oven. But then when it cuts to her like actually opening it for the first time and like putting the locket on it, she's suddenly on the left side of the door, and she's wearing shorts. And then when we cut back to her again, she's back in her pants and on the right side of the oven again. <laughs>
0: oh gosh yeah I'm gonna have to watch
1: this TikTok yeah thank you Libby for pointing out that funny error now I'm like curious if Nina is gonna like be opening the oven in those shorts again and if they like pulled from a later scene and just put it into this part because they needed like an extra shot
0: maybe so then that night the group uses the secret passage and they end up in the basement after they turn on the light, they see a chemistry set on the table and Amber was really freaked out and said this is scary and gross <laughs> and we leave now which I found relatable <laughs>
2: Amber had mentioned something about how nothing bad happens, like, when the lights are on, and I'm like, that's a whole-ass mood.
0: Yeah, Amber. So then they notice a ring on the wall that has flames drawn around it, and Fabian says it's a tethering ring to tie animals to, and tugs the ring loose but finds nothing. Nina looks closer at the ring and sees that it's the next clue, and it has numbers written around it.
2: So, like, is the ring meant to be part of the house? Like, was the ring attached to the house for years? Or did, like, Victor just decide to attach a tethering ring to the house? Did they used to put animals in the basement? Like, what the... Why would you keep animals
0: in the basement?
2: I, as the farm girl of this group, I have so many questions about this tethering ring.
1: (laughs) Would you ever put your cows in the basement, Emily? Uh, No. Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing they didn't use it because it's, like, technically part of the cup. So it was probably there as, like, a disguise. I don't know. Like, a poor disguise, because then it leaves you wondering why there was a tethering ring in the basement.
2: I mean, when I had goats, they came into the kitchen if the babies were born when it was really, really cold out overnight.
0: Aww. Uh Also, in this scene, Fabian calls Amber Ams, which I thought was
1: cute. That is cute. I also just, like, I don't know, we see a lot of the cellar set in this scene, and, like, what I would give to be able to take a tour of the House Anubis set, they're just, it's such a cool set. It's probably gone now, but set appreciation it's so detailed
2: especially like the cellar is so detailed
1: yeah and it's huge too like the way i don't know they just did a really good job go set design team the basement is bigger than the house i think
0: so then they hear a noise from upstairs and they hide quickly as the door opens it's victor he starts mixing around the chemistry set and they watch him hold up a vial of orange liquid and give a toast to life and drink it okay so that's the end of the episode so for the brain cell of the week what do we want to do?
1: Nina. Yeah, I nominated Nina.
0: Nina was actually being smart this episode, and she was also Sassing church, which was funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, she figured out the oven thing, like, that it was the oven and not the fireplace. She finally got good at making excuses.
0: And what do you want to give for the ship of the Week?
1: I had put down Fabina, because they were being cute, but also, like, there was, like, little amphi moments, so.
0: Yeah, for the oh to Amber.
2: I have to say yeah. That this episode and the next one we're doing are very, like, late in ship content. And I think Amphi, just because the Ode to Amber song is, like... Yeah, the Ode to
0: Amber song is, like, the most iconic Amphi moment it my <laughs> <laughs> free in my mind forever. When Alfie said in, like, early in the episode, he's about to write a song, I was, like, wait, it's the Amber...
1: <laughs> <laughs> we should have let Alex rap more in the show. We should have. Like, why did Jerome get to sing... Twice.
0: Jerome's out here giving performances. We could have got like more performances from Fabian and like more performances from Alfie.
1: We should have gotten more fa- performances for Fabi- from Fabian. He was
0: playing like, guitar no. for like five seconds, like once.
1: And he blows my mind when he does, and he's like <laughs> doing this crazy thing, and I'm like, oh my god.
0: <laughs> okay, so I think we're gonna double up our episodes. So stay tuned for the next half of this episode where we will be recapping kidnaps and catnaps.
2: All right, mm-hmm. we'll see y'all in a few. We'll see you after the ad break. Well, welcome back from that fun ad break. And also we are recording like 12 hours later. Hello, it is it is still Sunday, August 23rd. I have discovered it is my dog.
0: Oh, I was just going to say that we recorded the first half this morning, and we're recording this half at, like, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, so we'll see how chaotic the second half of this episode is. You guys will truly see the difference between the episodes we record during the day and when we record at night.
1: I'm literally drinking focus tea to try to, like, stay on track tonight. It's probably not going to work, but we're, we're manifesting.
0: Brenna's drinking focus tea, but I'm having box wine,
2: so that's where this is going. <laughs> and I have a Diet Coke from McDonald's. Also, I think it helps like when we record during the day, we usually record on Sundays and I have to go to work so we have like a time frame. Whereas when we record at night, even though we should all go to bed at a decent hour, it doesn't happen.
1: It's like why go to bed when we can talk about house of the <laughs> noob. Yeah, like
0: like yeah, it was like we were about to go chaotic this morning, but then Emily was like, No, we have like twenty minutes, I gotta go to work. So then we were <laughs> speeding through it.
1: As you can you can tell how efficient we were. I'm sure you, if you noticed that was why
2: so it is still Sunday August 23rd and it turns out it is my dog Millington who is named after Amber's birthday today happy I birthday think she, I think she's 7 we don't Aww. know for sure play 7, seven? by Taylor
0: Swift
2: <laughs> Siri play 7 by Taylor Swift <laughs> <laughs> honestly though we are back we're talking about House of Kidnap and House of Catnap so just to note that this is the start of a brand new block of episodes also,
0: mm-hmm. woo, that's cool. Yeah, I also wrote Irrelevant, but Kidnap and Catnap is one of the few episode titles that I
2: remember, even if I didn't remember the plot.
1: Same, yes. I, I would agree with that. I don't know why. I,
2: like I feel like ba- it's just cute. <laughs> I just think I remember the cat, and that's about it. Yeah.
1: I think for me it's because this is when Makara starts, <laughs> and I'm like, yes, this one.
0: <laughs> I literally just think it's because of the titles are kind of close to each other.
1: Yeah, it flows nicely.
2: You're true. So, I didn't write this down in my notes, but as per usual, the episode does open with the iconic intro. But then the, like, plot point of the episode opens with Sabuna still in the cellar. They are watching Victor, waiting for him to leave. He finally does, and Amber's ready to leave right away, but Fabian wants to check out the chemistry set first. Um, I noticed in the background there's, like, a mannequin in a lab coat, and I just want to know what's happening and
1: Why? He's Just chilling, was, I guess. I don't know. It was kind of really creepy. Oh well, wait, there was also a mannequin with like the weird, creepy uh virtual outfit on, right? Maybe, maybe Victor just like,
2: has a mannequin downstairs. I do not understand, but okay, Victor. Maybe it's to help and practice for the ceremony in season three. <laughs> he just he just puts his mannequins out. Um, Amber begs him to go, and Fabian almost drinks something from one of the vials, but Nina stops him. Amber wants more begs for them to go but Fabian tells her she needs to calm down. They hear a strange wailing noise and the trio leave in a hurry. It is now the next morning. Amber says she didn't sleep at all the night before. Amber asks Nina if she believes in werewolves because Amber believes that they are what caused the strange noise from the night before. Nina tries to convince Amber it wasn't a werewolf but then a cat enters their room. Once more with the werewolves. So is that like an entire like weird thing that the writers are also into? Are they into werewolves?
1: I think so. But at the very least, it proves that Amber is Team Jacob.
0: Iris said, "Yeah, it's Mick. He's a werewolf."
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I almost was about to be like, I could see Mick as a werewolf because wolf blood. Like, duh. <laughs> i was the same way i was like you know what this tracks and then i was like whoa <laughs> and you're like wait i was just making a wolf blood
2: reference was like this is
1: sure. my subconscious
2: <laughs> i like how i like how i should have known that was a wolf blood reference that i just i did not i was the like amount wait. of wolf blood
0: references we we make on this
2: show <laughs>
0: and i said yeah mix aware one and you're like oh i guess <laughs> <laughs>
1: i'm like yeah that tracks
2: <laughs> <laughs> i like how i did not like even bat an eye i was just like hmm, makes sense <laughs> sure I made the note, why does the cat have a fancy collar on?
1: You know, I was thinking about that, too.
0: That cat got an
1: owner. It's a nice collar. Like, it's not just like...
2: I just want to know why the cat has a nice collar on it. I agree. But okay. The scene cuts down to breakfast where we find Nina and Amber explaining the cat's a Fabian. They believe the cat could be Victor's. Nina Martin calling black cats creepy. Meet me behind the Walmart at 3 a.m. Nina, we fighting. Meet
0: me behind the mall, oh, Nina.
2: <laughs> Remember this morning when we were all saying we liked Nina?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of mad. Black cats are cute.
2: I like how I'm getting defensive of black cats. If not, most of my cats are black and they're tuxedo babies. I love black cats. They're so cute. You know what? If we recorded this early, I would have recorded it outside with the cats. Like We could have gotten their thoughts.
0: They probably say Nina
2: stopped being a hater. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Max likes to bite my ankles. Max probably would have bitten my ankles at at least three points. So <laughs> I'm his mother. He tries to play with me. oh, cute. Fabian asks them if he if they think the cat was the thing making the noise. and never proceeds to make a noise similar to what a cat makes. Just then, Victor enters crawling on the floor as if he's searching for something
0: crawling on the floor just makes me laugh and
1: it it's kind of funny because it's like I think you could look for the cat without like crawling from room to room you know
0: <laughs> like you wouldn't see a cat walking around if you were like looking down
2: okay but like the thing is with like cats is that like like can hide like if their head fits they fit so, like it could have climbed under the furniture, so I don't know if he's like trying to look under the furniture, Maybe? but you think he would like wait till the kids went to school before like <laughs> it <was just> suspiciously <laughs> crawling around Victor tells Amber to knock it off. He asks why she's making that noise in the first place. Amber lies and says it's a drama exercise. Fabian asks Victor if he lost something. Nina offers to help him find whatever they look whatever he is looking for. Victor says he hasn't lost anything before leaving the room.
0: Oh, I wrote Nina is super sleuthy, is another line I remember because Fabian just mentioned Nina being super sleuthy and I, mean, I feel like not, I mean he's oh, not wrong I feel like that's a line from House of Anubis that I was like oh yeah like I remember that being a thing when he said it
1: wait is that when he says I guess it's probably a lot of the times when he says Nina it sounds like he's saying Neener
0: oh yeah it does <laughs> neener. neener is super sleuthy again with our like the KT Katie pronunciation thing the Nina pronunciation from Sabian's um Bra- like Brad. <laughs> it's funny.
2: <laughs> so cute. Nina and Fabian think the cat is Victor's. Amber questions if the cat was supposed to be tied up in the cellar. And then mentions how she thinks Victor is up to no good. Amber goes to take the cat a bowl of milk. Glad Victor got his cat a fancy collar. Also, Amber, you're like not supposed to feed cats milk from the grocery store. I was thinking and about also, that. <laughs> also, I noticed that Amber's tie is like tucked into her skirt. Amber, you go...
1: Yeah, I didn't I did know this out until I saw your comment, and I was like, huh, oh, interesting choice.
2: Was it a mistake? Was it an accident?
1: Or was it fashion? Who, who knows? <laughs> <laughs>
0: did it just get stuck? Oh, it's, it's the fashion moment.
1: So this scene that had, like, a line that I always remember, it's between Amber and Nina. So Amber's like, Vic Beer doesn't have a cat, and Nina just goes, tell that to his cat. And I don't know why that one just like a laugh every time and I don't know the delivery of it. It's just a funny line and I always remember it. So It's a good line. Yeah. Patricia enters and offers
2: to tell Nina why she wanted her locket but only in private. Fabian exits. Uh, I wrote that I was confused because Nina told Amber they were going to be late to school and Patricia just now showed up for breakfast.
1: And like, where is everyone else? Are they already at school? Is Patricia just super late?
0: Why does Patricia not question Amber walking by her with milk in a bowl?
2: Amber is on her way upstairs with a bowl of milk when she runs into Victor. He asks her what she's going to do with the milk in the bowl, and she says drink it. And he wants to know why she's going to drink it from a bowl, and she says it's tray French. And then I said, was Amber, like, loving France not a tangent? We went on, like, two or three weeks Correct. ago. Correct. I don't
1: remember the context, but... Yeah,
0: I said, Amber is a Paris bitch she was speak, or No, she was saying she couldn't speak French, but then we were, like, saying that she seems like she would be someone that could speak French, but then she was speaking French really good with Mick when she was trying to help Mick with French.
1: Maybe she just didn't, you know, she's actually, like, really into French, and was trying not to look smart because she didn't want to seem nerdy.
0: I think she was trying to comfort Mick that he sucks at French, so she was saying she sucked at French but then five minutes later was really good at French. Like
2: <laughs> <laughs> French. Maybe she's just trying to make Mick feel okay. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Now I'm sad about Mick for again.
2: Amber notices some scratches on Victor's hand and he shoots her away. So the cat's been gone for like an hour or so, right? Like, why do Victor's scratches still look fresh and like, they're bleeding? We cut back downstairs where Patricia explaining why she tried to steal Nina's locket. Patricia claims she has a friend who is interested in antique jewelry and thinks the friend thinks the locket could be worth a pretty penny. Patricia says she just wanted to borrow it to show her friend and Nina says borrowing without permission is stealing. Nina says she will consider going to meet with Patricia's friend. I need you all to know that every time I wrote friend in this sentence and like anytime I refer to Patricia's friend, it's in quotes. (laughs) (laughs) It's also in quotes in the subtitles. I'm, I don't really know the specific contest context, but I wrote, I'm losing it over the face Patricia or Nina makes at Patricia.
0: I wrote sassy Nina once more, so maybe this was also, she was making a
2: sassy face? Maybe. maybe. She I got also her wrote, sassy pants on.
0: Yeah, honestly. Or her sassy shorts, depending on if we're having continuity <laughs>
2: issues. <laughs> I was going to say depending on what angle of the camera, right? right yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs>
0: Then I also wrote, what if someone walked into breakfast, or I guess is everyone else at school? Like, where are they? I I don't know. Because
2: legitimately, like, Patricia, or Amber told, Nina told Amber they were going to be late for school, and then they're all just, like, vibing at breakfast. It's like,
0: let's hang out and have a whole conversation at breakfast right now.
2: That's, like, the second long-ass conversation
1: Nina's been in at breakfast this morning, too. Like, (laughs) And if, like, the wrong person overheard this conversation, they totally could have spun it into something. Like, if it was Jerome and Alfie that were, like, Patricia, who's this friend you keep talking about? Like, who's your yeah.
0: friend? <laughs> you know, like your friend is suspicious and what's necklaces and all this stuff.
1: Like, who's this? Who's this friend? Is it a boyfriend? You know, <laughs> Everyone's <Yeah. laughs> just like, who's who's the
2: man? Honestly, we rejoin Amber, who is going to fake sick to stay home and watch the cat. She believes Victor is suspicious of them. At the school, we see Nina and Fabian discussing if Nina should go meet up with Patricia's friend. Fabian doesn't think she should. Nina doesn't think Patricia would have her meet up with someone who would hurt, who wants to hurt her. However, Fabian is worried about it. Worried about someone being interested in the locket.
1: So, like, go Fabian for, again, sensing that Rufus is sketchy. Yeah, no one else seems Rufus to be <laughs> I guess they haven't even met Rufus Yeah, but they're still kind of like, hmm, strange friend. Strange friend? <laughs>
2: Um, Nina thinks this person could have more information on the locket and how it is connected to the search Nina says she won't take the locket with her and that she will leave it with Fabian Nina says she trusts Fabian I did not I wrote Fabina being cute again what the heck
1: yeah they were being so cute they were being cute Nina once she gave the locket was like I can definitely trust you and he was like wow Fabian just looks so happy like he was honored that she could trust him
0: yeah, I remember that Nina is overestimating Patricia's ability to keep herself safe because Fabian's like, This man sounds suspicious. And Nina's like, Nah, he's friends with Patricia. It's fine.
2: <laughs> Patricia's the one who keeps going into walking in the woods and meeting strange men. Like, we should trust her.
0: Like, he's Patricia's friend. Doesn't mean he's okay.
2: Right. I mean, none of my friends are okay. Just look at you guys.
1: <laughs> Boom, roasted. <laughs> I mean, I knew I wasn't okay when we started this podcast. Like, It's fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with not being okay. <laughs> big
2: same. i felt that. Um, Alfie comes running up to Nina and Fabian because he heard Amber is, was sick and is wor- very worried about her. Nina tells him Amber will likely be fine by the school is over. Back at the house, Amber is trying to fake a temperature. Trudy comes in to check and sees that Amber's temperature is very high and is ready to call the ambulance. Amber convinces her to give it a few hours. Then Amber goes to get the cat out of the wardrobe. And then I wrote what's with Sabuna hiding things in the wardrobe.
1: First the cat and then later baby Elfie. And the dollhouse too, I think. That's just like a special wardrobe where things get hidden. Narnia. So we all <laughs> know. Maybe Narnia's right. back there. Hello? Season four oh. would have been Narnia. They go through the wardrobe. Okay. Grace, great. where are you at? Write the spin-off.
2: <laughs> we are back at the school in science class and Mr. Sweet is handing back papers. Class is dismissed, and Nina lets Patricia know she will come with her to meet her friend. I also want to know, Mr. Sweet, why are you uh, yelling everyone's grades out? Also, yeah, we're there were some extras yelling. pointing and laughing at Mick.
0: He said Mara wrote, like, 50 <laughs> extra pages. <laughs>
2: like,
1: why are you roasting your students in public, sir? And Mara wrote the <laughs> other 51.
2: And, and he's like, Mr. And then he's like, Mick, you're dumb as fuck. Mara offers to help tutor him again. Mick says his dad wants him to be a doctor, and Mara asks Mick what he wants to be.
1: All right, guys, get ready. This is the Makara block of episodes. I've been waiting for this one. (laughs) Turn it up! (laughs) (laughs) Like, she's like, she sees the best in him. He thinks he's a failure, and he's like, well, what do you want to be? You're not a failure. We just gotta find what's right for you. Like, she just cares about him so much.
2: I did write that this Makara scene is cute in my notes.
1: Thank you. I feel validated. (laughs)
2: I like how I'm gonna pause. I was pausing because I was like, she's gonna go on a rant, and I'm gonna go let my dogs in. <laughs> then, Two birds, one stone.
0: You're brilliant at sports, ha ha ha. I guess Mara called Mick brilliant at sports.
1: <laughs> yeah, because his dad wants him to be a doctor, but he doesn't want to be a doctor because he's not good at science. But he's brilliant at sports, so maybe oh. he can do stuff with sports. Oh.
0: he could do stuff with sports. I mean, at least he knows that a doctor is a doctor and not a pharmacist and somebody that lives on a farm.
2: I want to know why their parents (laughs) think they would be good as being doctors and or pharmacists.
0: Megan Amber's parents are like these children are geniuses and Megan Amber are like chilling like one brain
2: cell between them two. (laughs) (laughs) At the house Amber is taking a nap when the door opens and the cat leaves. The scene goes back to school. Alfie has made Amber a get well card and wrote her a poem. Jerome rips up the card and says it was a favor.
1: And I wrote, it's not a bad poem. Yeah, I thought the card was, I mean, it was cute in an Alfie way. And I think late season two, Amber would have enjoyed it.
0: It was very well drawn. The drawing was good. The artwork was good. Is that why people were saying Alfie's good at drawing on his talents on the wiki? Oh, I
1: thought it was like Photoshop.
0: (laughs) Oh, it looked good.
2: I also think the coffin was a little much, but apparently Amber has COVID, so it's fine. Well, it's not fine.
0: But that wouldn't be great. <laughs> Amber has. I just rubbed my t- thermometer on a heating pad disease.
2: <laughs> That's not a good disease. Mina um, and Patricia are now in the woods to meet up with Rufus.
1: I was very confused by the timing of this while I was watching, but I think it makes sense now. They like changed clothes, and I was like, we were just at school. Is it lunchtime? Why are they changing their clothes? But I think it's like the end of the day now.
2: Amber wakes up to find the cat is gone. Amber is really worried about the cat. cat, But Trudy thinks it's just a side effect of Amber being sick.
0: Oh, I wrote this note in the wrong place. I wrote Nina made points being like, why do we have to
2: meet in the woods? Patricia and Nina witness Victor loading an unconscious Rufus into a car and driving off. Nina asks what's going on and Patricia is upset because she believes she needs Rufus to find joy.
1: This was yet another scene of how is this a kid show? He is dragging an unconscious body into a van in the middle of the woods, and they're eight like years old. Murdered this. Rufus. Are
0: they okay? I don't know. No. Murdering somebody again. If
1: you were eight years old when this show came out, like, please let me know if you're okay or if this traumatized you
0: because <laughs> it would have traumatized have, me. Like, please tell us. If you're a child, were you just like watching Victor like murder Rufus and like all is, this
2: shit? Just vibing.
0: Like, okay,
2: this is fine. This is my favorite Nickelodeon moment. Okay. Later that evening, Sabuna's meeting with Patricia to tell her that they saw Rufus visiting Sarah. Fabian questions if Victor really was the voice in the recordings. Fabian questions if it could be some sort of elixir of life. Victor comes in and interrupts their theorizing. Uh, Honestly, I just put Amber with the jewelry heist idea. I love her. Back at school (gasps) the next day in science. Amber asks about experimenting on animals. She singles out cats. Mr. Sweet tells her it's unlikely people are experimenting on cats nowadays. Amber asks about a potential elixir of life. Also, I wrote, Nina looks so freaked out and yells Amber at her. As if she's going to notice and immediately shut up. (laughs) Mr. Sweet tells her it's a strange idea and Amber says she read it in a book. Mr. Sweet brings up the Middle Ages and then tries to get the class back on topic. Patricia asks Amber why she would bring that up in class. Fabian says they need to tell someone. Fabian asks who they can trust. Um, I wrote down, like, you told the wrong person, but okay, Fabian. Patricia says they can't trust Jason, and I obviously made the iconic note of Surrey Play Illicit Affairs by Taylor Swift. Um, They think they could possibly trust Trudy. Fabian says they need proof before telling someone, and Amber wants to go rescue the cat. Patricia and Amber go down to the cellar in which they find the cat now stuffed. Amber runs out screaming. I wrote, damn, this Nickelodeon show really killed the cat like that. Also, that is a terrible taxidermy animal. That's not even like a decent stuffed animal. It's just bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I do love that Amber has named the cat Kitty Spice. That made me laugh. Even though the cat is, you know, not alive. But.
0: I have no 500 sad faces. Amber 500
1: sad faces.
0: Felt that.
2: I felt that too. I also felt that. Um, Amber is upset about the cat, and Trudy comes in having heard screaming. Amber tells Trudy about the cat, and she also tells Trudy that she's scared and asks for help. I also wrote shoutouts to Patricia for, like, not doing anything.
1: She's just standing there. (laughs) I just want to, like, give a shout out to Anna in this scene, because she just did such a good job, like, as an actress. Amber was so sad, and, like, I don't know, I always am impressed when actors, like, realistically cry. Especially when they were like probably yeah. seventeen or eighteen doing this, so they were young. So go Anna. This is a really good scene.
2: Yeah. Trudy asks what's going on and Patricia tells her to ask Victor. Trudy tells her not to start with the Victor's a Vampire thing again. Patricia questions if Trudy's part of their crew or and is just a good liar or if she hasn't been gotten to yet. Amber says Trudy's the only one they can trust. I don't know why my brain just went, we should have found out Trudy knew the entire time, but it was like, LOL, it's just Anubis' house, like, that scene into Wolf, that's like, Weld's Beacon Hills.
0: I want to know what this vampire situation
2: is. I was just
1: about to say that Trudy's kind of dropping, like, little one-liners about Patricia's past again. <laughs> we'll never know why, Patru- why Patricia thinks Victor's a vampire. That also seems like an Elfie thing. Right? Maybe yeah. them together. Oh, um- Wait, I'm I'm like now new headcanon, Petroffian middle school, pretty new to Anubis' house, decide that Victor is a vampire. Good for them. I love that for
2: them. Back at the school, Fabian and Nina are inspecting their ring. Nina is worried about Amber and Patricia. Fabian says it's too risky for all four of them to go. Jerome walks in and begins eyeing the notes Fabian has made on the numbers engraved on the ring. He asks to take a look, which Fabian refuses. Jerome says the numbers one, two, and nine, and then asks for five pounds for helping them with the problem. Fabian tells him to get lost.
0: Oh, Jerome is suspicious. Brain cell to Jerome.
1: Go, Jerome.
2: It's about time he gets the brain cell. Patricia and Aber come running in and say Trudy's going to help them. Jerome asks what Trudy's going to help them with, and he says the iconic quote. And the plot thickens, as they say.
1: I definitely had a reaction GIF of that line that I used pretty often on Tumblr. I Good time, all did.
2: We I love twenty twelve.
0: Like the iconic Jerome.
1: I should go dig that up. We could tweet it, or I'll just make yeah. one. I could just make it too. <laughs>
0: I I like the twenty the concept of the like
2: twenty eleven GIF quality though.
1: <laughs> True. I'll go find it. I'm sure it's easy to find.
2: During drama class, Mr. Winkler asked for play suggestions, and Amber suggests a story like the mystery she and the Sabuna she and Sabuna are currently working to solve. And I made a note on Nina's uh the Nina's oh face and the faces Patricia and Fabian make.
0: Yeah, it was so funny the faces that they were making. Yeah.
1: Like even Jerome and Jason's faces were so funny. Except for Alfie. Alfie was just like so proud. Like, wow, look at her go, what a great idea. This is just a really funny scene. <laughs>
0: How's it Jason looks fine. Yes, he but, does. I mean, You're not wrong. <laughs>
1: like I didn't say it, but I'm glad you did. <laughs> you Someone needed to say it.
0: Again, this is how we know that we're like grown adults watching House maneuvers right now because we're we've moved I mean, like we thirst over Jason now.
2: <laughs> That's a whole mood. Um Victor has gathered Sabuna and Trudy into the common room. Victor has an excuse for all of the accusations. Trudy asks if he could just show them the cellar and he asks why she is questioning him. She says it will help put the student's mind at rest. She takes them down to the cellar which has now been cleaned up and the cat is seen alive.
1: I'm I. still kind of confused to this day about the cat thing. Are there two cats? Was there one taxidermy one and one alive one? Did Victor somehow bring the cat back to life? I don't I'm still confused. Like
0: what? <laughs> he used the lick of on the cat.
1: Like that's always always confused me back in the day. I'm still confused now. Help.
2: I don't know. Also that, I'm that's a great point. I very
0: confused about the cat situation.
1: I can't remember I also if it gets said, cleared up in a future episode, but I feel like it doesn't. Doesn't
0: Um I was excited that Patricia's kind of in Sabuna now. I'm happy about that. Is also is this the most Trudy ever like knows about the mystery?
1: I think so. There is like season two. She gets like involved, kind of, but then they wipe her memory. So
0: in season three, isn't there this weird thing where they're telling that Trudy that they're going to do a magic trick? They're carrying around like Robert Trivers like dead body.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's also. And happens. she's about to like lift up the thing, and they're like, no,
0: no, no. No, we're doing a magic trick, and also, I've said Victor makes me mad, and he's kind of gaslighting Trudy, and I'm not about it.
2: I mean, you're right.
0: Like, he's really like, Trudy, why would you ever be suspicious of me? Do you really believe these kids? Blah, 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 and I'm so mad about it.
1: I mean, you're right. You are right. Trudy deserves the world, and Victor is not giving it to her.
0: Trudy's me? Being... Yeah, I'm not happy with Victor.
2: Okay. Um, Trudy apologizes for accusing Victor and the students try to justify what they saw in which Victor then fires Trudy.
1: Da, da, da. Which, I don't actually think Victor has that power, does he? You know, is yeah. he their
2: boss? Again, I don't think even Mr. Sweet has that, well Mr. Sweet probably does have that power, but the thing is, um, Mr. Sweet is Victor's bitch. <laughs> yeah, True.
0: Like... Sure.
2: I have thought that so many times that I've never said it or tweeted it because I don't want people to be like, girl, what's wrong with you? But especially in season one or two, if you, like, ever watch them interact, like, Victor will say something and she's going to be like, hmm, yep, mm-hmm, and I'm like, sir, you are technically his boss.
0: Yeah, like, why else would he just be able to just, like, be like, I'm firing Trudy now?
2: It's, like, weird, because, like, Mr. Sweet's the headmaster, but then, like, Victor seems like he has access to, like, the end. Int- Higher school and all that, and so like I mean, I feel like there's got to be a better explanation for that than what the show gives us or doesn't give us. But like again, uh, Mr. Sweet is Victor's bitch. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. So on that note, are we uh, assigning a brain cell? Yes. I don't know who
1: gets the brain cell this week.
2: Uh, I give it to Jerome. I honestly, I there's no one else that's like a
1: contender. Yeah, sounds good. Go Jerome. So, this will probably Jerome? be one of the few times you get it.
2: Well, that's because I think eventually we do need to switch it to like actually just being Sabuna, but since Sabuna is still so new, I don't
1: yeah, know. Yeah,
0: I mean, I feel like we are saying Sabuna because we, otherwise we give it to Mara all the time, but that's not even necessarily true because Mara never knows what the hell is going on. So <laughs> sure. It's <never> too smart.
2: <laughs> I like how we're changing what we originally said, but I mean, I think it's that's called learning.
0: If someone that's not in Sabuna is suspicious of Sabuna, they deserve a brain
2: cell. Yeah, I'm like, you guys are so close. Like, you're almost there. <laughs> and here's the thing: Mara's not one suspicious.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. so no brain cell for Mara, I guess. Other than Mara's the smartest, like book smartest person of all. I think all we of have them. to
2: give Mara the brain cell in Touchstone of Raw, though, even though she did not figure out of uh, find out about Sabuna on like her own.
1: But she like solves that mystery so fast that they only needed a movie, you know.
2: I was also gonna say just because she's valedictorian, but you know, oh, that yeah. too. <laughs>
0: Mara, I, that's what I'm saying. Mara's the most book smart of all of them, but she has no idea that a mystery is going on in her house, even though everyone else is being weirdos about it.
1: And so, on that note, should we um, pick a ship of the week? I mean, Sorry. in my biased mind. I was like, Mick and Mara had one conversation, so mick
0: <laughs> Cute conversation.
1: They were very cute. They we were. But Fabina also had a cute moment, so. Otherwise, this wasn't a ship-heavy
2: episode. Well, that was, like, the thing with the other the episode we did, like, the be- the first half of today's pod. It wasn't, like, they're not shippy, which is fine. Yeah. We're moving that mystery plot along. So I'm gonna let, we'll just let it go to Makara, because, you know. Yes. My babies. Thank you. Yeah,
0: why
2: not? Okay, so here we go. So Laura came up with this idea, but we're gonna play it on my end, where, because it's like our folklore episode, except for we're gonna do it rapid fire to save Sweetie. time. So I'm gonna put the Lover album by Taylor Swift on shuffle. We're going to oh,
0: Whatever, order what Today is the, the Lover anniversary. This is why we're doing this game. Yeah,
2: I, think I, Laura was, like, to, her. I think Laura needs to do it first just because it was her idea. Okay. All right. So Laura, Laura Emily, me.
0: Shuffle.
2: So your song is I Think He Knows.
0: I'm trying to think. I don't know. It's like about like thirsting. Being like thirsty. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> Joy at Jerome when they make out on the stage. <laughs> that's like what I was thinking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> me three. It's uh, me <laughs> about Bobby Lockwood. <laughs>
2: I felt that it's me about Jason in that purple sweater.
1: <laughs> I thought
2: like we were gonna do this rapid fire to keep us off the tangents, and then we immediately go on a tangent. All right, next one. Go. Okay, next song. Go. It's nice to have a friend. Sabuna. Thank you. Good night. Oh. Yeah. oh yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next one. Cruel summer. Oh, Nettie. Summer romance. Duh.
0: <laughs> yeah, it goes along with Augustine. Good night, Nettie Summer
2: Romance <laughs> Part Talk
0: no. Two, but actually part one, because Cruel Summer came first. Yeah.
2: Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince.
0: Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince I guess either like KT or Nina, because those are our Americans.
2: I was going to say Sabuna because if you listen to the lyrics really hard, Oh, that's true. I don't
0: want to go if
2: you really want to.
0: That is kind of true.
2: Okay, next song is Lover, which is me, and I I think I'm going to say Joroi. That's
0: cute.
2: I I don't know why. I feel like when this song came out, somebody was like, oh, what's a Joroi song? And I was like, hmm, you know what? I'll take it.
0: My heart's been borrowed and yours has been blue. All's well that ends well to end up with you.
2: Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, next up is me. Me. And, oh, I was like, you? <laughs> uh,
1: maybe like, wealthy, because it's just like a fun, like, a promise that you'll never find another like me. I don't know. Hey, kids, spelling is fun. <laughs> it's just like a, I don't know, fun, upbeat yeah. song like their relationship.
0: Okay, Laura,
2: you have Daylight. Ooh.
0: See, I'm thinking Sean, but that's not the right show. Because I made that whole video of (laughs) them.
2: So close. (laughs) Long show.
0: I I mean, we could, again, argue, like, Jeroy, because I feel like a lot of the songs on Lover are very much like, I've been hurt before, but, like, now I love you. So I'm gonna say Jeroy again.
2: You know what? We're also, I love the Jeroy vibes that we get from Lover. (laughs) I do love me some Jeroy.
0: We did say like Detroit for like everything.
2: <laughs> On that note, my next song is Afterglow, which Petty. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I oh, like yeah. how 100%. this is like
2: one of the songs that I absolutely have no recollection of, so I literally saw it in my like playing next thing and I had to Google the lyrics.
0: <laughs> but but no, I I agree
2: with the Petty. Okay, so the one after that, we have You Need to Calm Down. Oh, I had a very I had one I picked for this earlier when I was looking at which songs I knew so Oh maybe
1: this is like the like Nina at Joy in season two when she's like giving her shit for everything. Yep, well! yep, 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 that's exactly what I was thinking. <gasps> like, hey, you wrote me this article about me. You need Did to it? calm down.
0: Nina You're being too at loud. Amber in today's episode because I think you straight
1: up said that Nina told Amber to calm
2: down. <laughs> Fabian also told her to calm down, so apparently it's just everyone at Amber. Okay, Laura, you got the song that I was praying I wouldn't get, False God.
0: Okay, see, I think that we could argue Petty for that one.
2: You know, I like how we actually had to discuss this one previously, because I was like, I don't have any recollection. I said it was a sex song. Yeah, that's why I was was, like, I guess if I get it, I'm saying Petty. But, like, it's a, like, kind of, like,
0: we argue a lot, but, like, we love each other song. Yeah. Which is why I'm gonna go with Petty.
2: Um, so the next song is The Archer and I'm also feeling Jeroy vibes. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. listening
0: to Archer in the Car this morning and I was like, this is a joy song, but then I couldn't text you guys it because we were about to play this game.
1: I was thinking that too. Yeah, like who could ever leave me, darling, but who could stay?
2: Like But then um, okay. she finds Jerome. <laughs> yes, honestly though.
0: Lover is the DROY album. Taylor, Swift and
2: Joe, who <laughs> Okay. Wait, again, who's Joe? <laughs> who's Joe? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, on that note, next up, Paper Rings.
1: Oh. Ooh, I'm finding Wealthy vibes from that one, too. I, I... was gonna say Amphi. Yeah,
2: oh, Amber, because yeah. I like
0: shiny things.
1: But I Please note Mary. that while
2: I was driving home, I was mentally thinking of the songs I knew from this album and was, like, placing them.
1: Yeah, okay, Amphi or Wealthy I think it would work for you though. them, because
2: they're, they're both just, like, fun relationships.
1: Laura, your song is Death by a
2: Thousand Cuts. Ooh,
0: any of them when they fucking break up every five seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They all break up every five seconds, so Death by a Thousand Cuts is a breakup song, so it could be any of them. I could be, because I want to be on my Pipey bullshit, I could say Pipey, but I really think it's like a more tragic breakup because I never date it. But... It's either Pipey or just like any of the shifts when they break up every five seconds. Like Fabina season three. I can see that.
1: I can even see like Mick Burr. I
0: don't know. Like, like, yeah. Mick mm-hmm. yeah. Ooh, yeah. Because when we're being emo about Mick
2: yes. All right, so our next song is Soon You'll Get Better, which is so funny because this one we actually talked about before we started <laughs> recording. And they're like, oh, yeah, there's only one answer for this. And I was like, oh. Jason, and they're like, "No, and I'm like, oh, Wait. <laughs> So the correct answer is Nina and her gran. Okay.
1: Like, <laughs> oh, <this is> <laughs> <Tyson."> <laughs> I am now removing myself from this group. Okay, I forgot that you existed. Oh, Who has um, that me?
0: What about or Brenna?
1: It's, I think this is me. Um, Fabian at the very end of season three when he's with Mara. I like that one. Okay,
2: also I just noticed that there's, like, Laura goes and then there's two songs left, so we can't all do three unless we want to do, like, the last two at the same time.
1: We can just Or do just less. give me, like, a random Taylor Swift song. Not a okay, I'll just do sure. Taylor
2: Swift on Shuffle. That works. So, Laura, you have Cornelius Reed. Hmm. Oh. That's,
0: like, also kind of a breakup song. Well, it's not really a breakup like song. It's keep... like a Get Back Together song.
2: I like how we keep giving Laura breakup songs.
0: I'm trying to think, because they all break up, but I always bitch about them breaking up. Cornelia Street, what? It's like they break up, but they kind of get back together. Or they don't break up, right?
1: I think it's but like she's speculating what would happen if they broke up. She's they... up,
0: but like, she's saying they get back together. Like, you took me, like, they go back in, to the place that they met, right? Oh,
1: But do they
0: break up? No, wait, wait, so she's no, like, I
1: never walk Cornelia Street again. She's, got, like, so she's
0: like, I hope you never leave me, though. Okay, hope I never lose you. So hope she's hope like, I, I, hope I hope we never break up because if we did, I would never walk Cornelia Street again because I have all the memories. So they almost broke up, right? Hmm, because I was gonna say like Micker, but I don't think so. I, I like Death Eye, um, it has to be someone who never breaks up. Did any of them ever break up?
2: Like, never break up.
1: But well, I mean, We, we could also like apply the songs together a point in their relationship, even though they break up eventually.
2: Yeah, because I like how this is the one where we have to get like. What about can...
1: Mick and Mara? Like...
0: Sure, why not? I, don't know. I mean, like I'm trying to think though because like maybe because I feel like maybe because that could work with like the I would never walk through nature again. Like, like we broke up, so now like Anubis' house is
2: fucked for me. And I'm in fucking Australia. Oh, I you could and on that theory, you could apply it to just like Nina and like the house. Yeah, of that
0: too. Oh, like, Nina I like
2: that.
0: Leaving Anubis' house and like she has all these memories there. I
1: never walk into the house again. Ends,
2: yeah. Okay, so on that note, my next song is "London Boy," and I'm just gonna say Brad Cavanna. <laughs> not even Fabian, just Brad.
0: I was gonna say Fabina because it's she was London boy. But we're like. The UK, it's fine. The same thing. <laughs> just, just baby, just Brad. <laughs> just Brad. We do love Brad. Oh well, because we did say that when we were trying to be like cryptic. We were like, play love.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay, so there's one other song from Lover, and then I already picked another random Taylor Swift song. So who wants to do the last song from Lover, and who wants to do the random Taylor Swift song? We- oh, I'll do okay. From how about
0: we do the last Lover song, and then we could all do the random Taylor song, and just each give her opinion.
2: Okay, so the last Lover song is The Man. Oh, I feel like Mara.
0: Yeah, that's
2: a Mara. You know, that's song. a good one. Actually, like most of the Anubis girls,
1: to be honest. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I like, think for Joy too. Like I
0: don't know. They're yeah. Yeah, I they mean, get so great. much hate, but out here, Jerome being little hoe.
2: Right. <sighs> okay, and so then the what? random like last Taylor Swift song is "State of Grace," and there is a correct answer to this one. This is the oh. state. Oh. The state. I have to like sing the lyrics, in my head.
0: This is all
2: worthwhile Did you make it a video of this? I was gonna say I just like the petty. show in general, but okay. Petty
1: uh, stay, stay, stay? Yeah. Well, is so say, say, say say. Well, I didn't get say stay, say for <laughs> some reason, probably because of sixteen. So
2: we all. Did you know make a that video Red, of? Red is the Petty album, guys. We're not gonna go yeah. over this further right now.
0: Well, apparently, Lover is the Joy album,
1: <laughs> and Folklore is the Fabina album. <laughs> Yeah, I guess this could be a Sabuna song, too. But if we're gonna do Ship, I would say Petty. I would agree. Hmm. I like the Sabuna song.
2: Oh, I like how I just realized I was getting Santa Grace confused for Starlight.
0: Oh, do you even know? Oh.
2: <laughs> no, I'm it's fine. I know Santa Grace,
1: Grace, but I like you how it hit it's me on the
0: <laughs>
1: Is it a hot take? I don't really like Starlight. No.
0: I think it's a bop, but I think every song is a bop. But no, no, I don't like Bad Blood that much. But it's fine. I like the rap version. I though. think
2: we should continue to go through all the Taylor Swift albums until we do them all.
0: That'd That's be fun idea. if we did Rapid Fire for, like, every Taylor Swift album. We're gonna get to points where there's more anniversaries. anniversary. She's got a lot in, like, October November.
2: True. So I think we should do this again.
0: That'd be fun if we did do it Rapid it. Fire Taylor Swift album. This is just becoming,
2: like, Taylor Swift stand <laughs> We're all Swifties, guys.
0: I'm not wrong.
2: <laughs> I think bread could be fun because it's just going to be me going petty the entire time. <laughs> I have such oh. strong associations with bread and like your videos and how I feel like, like... I feel like on that note, I need to go. Hey Siri, play Stay, 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 stay by Taylor Swift. Siri, <laughs> come stay, through. Stay, stay, stay yeah, sorry, but
1: it's good. It, she listened.
0: It's fine. Yeah. People oh. hate on say say saying for why. I don't
1: know. That's like always been one of my favorite ones on Red.
0: I know. It's such a like it's so jam- good. like it's so fun to dance to stay say. Stay. Mm-hmm. Also, like I know that we have he- heavy like house videos associations with Stay
1: Say Yeah, Yeah. I like, covered it too. I did it on my ukulele. Oh, you it did? was a fun song on my music channel that I never use anymore. <laughs> when I was, you know, seventeen and pop out house anyways.
0: People were like I don't understand though, because people are always really, like, oh well, no. People either like if you're a paper ring fan, you're a stay, stay, stay fan. Oh, I stan like that is that both is
2: of them. Oh, wow, that makes sense. I am.
0: That is true because they're very boppy. But people like to hate on Boppy Taylor, and this is my rant. Why? Like, okay, is her songwriting probably better in the ballad songs? Yes, but why can't we have fun?
1: Yes. Thank you.
0: Can we not have fun? Can we not have both? Like, you're breaking. My- Sometimes I want Taylor supposed to break my heart. Yeah, but other times I just wanted to tell me that spelling is fun.
1: All right, so make sure you're following us on social media. Our Twitter is at Anubis Podcast. Our Instagram is at Anubis Backwards Pod. Our TikTok is also at Anubis Backwards Pod. And you can also email us at Anubis Backwards Pod at gmail.com.
2: Please, if you're Studio 100, email us. We have ideas. We're ready. We're, We're ready, ready for spin spinoff.
1: So much I wanted to say. The way I see it, is
2: there anyone?